0: And welcome to the jackson reaction podcast i'm gene jackson along with
1: the real rosie J, rose jackson
0: that's right so here we are once again on a saturday afternoon uh we didn't do one last week because we were en route to corinth mississippi to the crossroads arena for the big wrestling event last week but now we're back and uh miss rosie has uh some stuff in mind for us today but before we get to that i just wanted to comment that we have lived in coleman since 2016 and just now today for the first time made our way out to the dutch oven bakery and oh my god where has this place been for the last five years
1: hey we we've seen it on the side of the road like driving by it how many times going to the muscle shoals and molten and i'm like That place has got good Amish goods,
0: and we're like, oh, we'll go one day, and we just never did. We didn't. There's uh, Tommy Todd checking in. Tommy, how you doing, buddy? I'm sure you've been out there a few times. Good Good stuff out there. We come out of there with about $30 worth of stuff, but it was all
1: reasonably priced
0: and uh, awesome. There's – hello, Smokey. What's up?
1: Uh, I'm glad you got the cats with you.
0: (laughs) Tommy says dang right, so he knows what's up. Yep,
1: yep.
0: All right, well – Uh, So this week, you know, last time we talked about our favorite British television comedies. Um, And this week we have decided that our subject matter is going to be stuck in the 90s because that's kind of what we've been in recent times.
1: I'm going to say it is hopelessly stuck in the 90s because, um, you know, I I for one, I I love 90s, 80s. um, I I guess the older we get, it's the more that I go back to the times you know, of old time. It's like, we're old people now, you know? And I just, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Feeling that more and more. Yeah. see Matthew Glover says it's legit. So we were, we were just late to the party apparently uh, as, as usual, as As we tend to do on TV shows, movies, everything. We're we get there two to three to four years late. IT crowd. We got there about 10 years late, whatever it was. So, but anyway, yeah. good stuff. Highly recommend it. Free plug. But uh, so, uh, yeah, tell us, uh, tell us all about what we're, what we're talking about today.
1: Well, I mean, it's like, why do we love it so much? Uh, why are we drawn back to the 90s? I mean, what, what about it makes us go back to it all the time? It's like the TV shows, to me, at that time, yes, as cheesy as they may have been and as cheesy as they are now compared to some of the shows we have. Um, I don't know, it's just there's some really good, well written shows that I enjoyed in the nineties. You know, you got Twin Peaks, X Files, um you had you know, you had legit MTV back then, which is you know something that kids now don't have the pleasure of knowing at all.
0: That's true. I mean I've <clears throat> especially during the course of this Pandemic and and you working down in Gazden four days a week and all that. Um, most of what I've watched have been 90s and, and a lot of 80s stuff as well. But, um, you know, a lot of 90s TV series, like I've gone back and watched a lot of Seinfeld and Everybody Loves Raymond, King of Queens, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, um the majority of my time has been spent watching stuff. I don't know. I'm just feeling extra nostalgic. I don't know if it's because it's, it's better, but, um, and then collectively, especially during like our horror a thon that we did, you know, that was, uh, let's see Matthew says a lot of show, a lot of these shows were cutting edge for the time, even if it doesn't translate well today.
1: Well, I mean, to a lot of people, it doesn't translate well because you've got a lot of people that, uh, they want the more of the, I don't know how to put this. Um, I I guess more of what we've seen in, say, The Stand that was redone for CBS. You had more sex. You had more cussing. You had more just out there. Just nothing's left of the imagination. And back in the 90s, you had shows, yes, they had sex. They had a little cussing to them. But it was like you you had to use a little mystery, you know? You had to kind of think and you had to You have to imagine, you know, these shows like Twin Peaks, you know, this show would come on what once a week. And if you didn't watch it every single week, you'd get lost. You didn't have streaming services. You didn't have DVD.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talked about this. You know, privately. But, you know, that's the thing that like the younger generation may not necessarily understand is, you know, there was no such thing as binge watching in the 90s. You didn't go like, oh, I like Twin Peaks and watch an entire season in a a day or two. Like I did Um,
1: yesterday.
0: Yeah, like you did yesterday (laughs) while I was working. You know, like you had to tune in every Thursday night at seven or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. And if you had to work late one night, or you know, got tied up, and you missed a week, well, now you're out of the loop, and so now you either carry on watching, kind of lost, or you wait till the summer reruns come, and then in the summertime, you know, you can catch back up where you left off. So it was very different back then, and you know, I know a lot of times, uh, you know, we you know we make it sound like you know everything was better then, and things suck now, and yeah, see Matthew knows what's up on that, and. Uh,
1: that's right, because, you know, it was. I mean, you had to either watch it as it came out or you had to pray that you set the VCR right. Well, yeah, because it's, like it. it's like this picture
0: watching. Like, you miss an episode, like the tail end of the one episode, the guy gets shot. If you'd have missed that episode, you would have been like, "Okay, who shot? Who shot him? What's going on? Why, who you know? Who's the guy with no arm? Who's the woman that carries a log around like a baby? Like all this shit? You know, it's it's Sorry, uh,
1: my allergies are killing me.
0: No, that's that's fine. That's understandable. <laughs> everybody's everybody's feeling that right about now. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, it's a combination of. You know, for us, because I know like a lot of younger people go back and watch that stuff and they're like, oh, I don't get it. You know, I, think, it's, it, I don't think it's that good. I like this newer show better, whether it's TV, movies, music or wrestling or whatever the case may be. Um, so I know a lot of it's just simply nostalgia. It brings back, you know, memories and good feelings of, you know, when we were all younger. Um, but some of the stuff I do believe uh was better. Let's see what Tommy Todd says. Melrose Place was tame compared to today's shows, nine oh two, one oh the same. USA after dark was the naughty shows in the nineties and they are tame. Yeah, yes, absolutely.
1: I used to watch the USA after dark up all night with Ron DeSheer, Gilbert Gottfried. Um, you know, that's how I found out Joe Bob Briggs, Monster Vision. You know, the nineties was, you know, a great time for TV, but yes, it was very tame compared to what you have in the um the time now. But then it was super. Oh my God, we got to show it ten o'clock, where nobody can see this. You know, no kids. Yeah, can, what was risque back <laughs> then
0: that you had to stay up till midnight to watch? I mean, they show worse than that in prime time network television now. Like they, do. you know, I mean, we don't have kids, and I'm not you know a stick in the mud or anything. But like some of the like some of the language you hear, like. Oh, we're saying that on network TV now? Like, really? Like, how could you sit down as a family and watch anything on TV, really? I mean, even the cartoons have stuff in them that the kids may not get. But as an adult, you're like, did they really
1: just say that? Like, what the hell's going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like, like I said, I mean, I hate to go back and, and rip on the stand for this. But, like, that's a CBS app. I get it's streaming service. And I get that, okay, maybe most parents would go, okay, you know, strong language, whatever. It's rated. I think it was rated R. Is that what was that the rating that come up or the strong language, cussing, whatever? Uh, that's putting it mildly. I mean, it, to me, that was that was a show that I could well see on HBO or Cinemax.
0: Oh, absolutely. Short of yeah. just straight up complete nudity, I mean, they had everything yeah. else. So let me ask you this: while we're while we're on that subject, where do you stand on? Um, <laughs> Because a lot of people hated the new one. Um, some people loved it, but a lot of people <laughs> tore it apart. So which one did you like better?
1: I like both. One old one? I like both. But that's because I am a devout, old-school Stephen King fan. The old stand I like simply because, you, you know, back then it would come on TV as a miniseries. So you got to watch it in, what, a two-week span? I think it yeah, was like ran like for that. two
0: weeks,
1: yeah. and I liked Stu Redman's part, uh, being played by Gary Sinise. Yeah. I liked I liked him better as Stu Redman, but I liked the new one. I liked the way that they they made Randall a flag. I, I think he was super cheesy in the in the nineties one. I hated I hated him yeah. as the guy that played him in the original. I just didn't think he had the it, charisma that
0: it took you out of it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Just the whole time this guy's walking and talking, you're like, this guy is the devil? Like, really? Mm-hmm. This is the, the the main heel of the show? And, of course, that's what sticks with me, what Matthew just said. Um, I did like Dauber from Coach slash yes. his name from Spongebob being uh, – uh, you know, that guy and the original. Although but the guy in the new one wasn't bad either. I, I mean thought he, was he, really he, good. he did the he did the part really well. But yeah, yeah. that's what that was my main takeaway from the from the first, <laughs> from the first <laughs> one was M O O N. Um, but I'm like you as far as there's if you could take the old one and the new one and pick it apart and put it piece it together, I think you'd have the perfect one. Yeah. Um, you know, uh God, I'm trying to think of what is real. I'm sure you know his real name, the guy that played Randall Flagg in this one, Skarsgård. Um, Alexander
1: Skarsgård. Alexander.
0: I, I was thinking he was the one from yeah. it, but that's his brother, right?
1: Uh, um, no, that's his brother.
0: He made a much better Randall Flagg. I didn't like him for the same reasons you did, but uh, I thought he was much more convincing, and I could see him you know being able to manipulate people. And, uh, yeah, here's the other reference to Marshall's dad, if you're a fan of uh, How yeah. I Make Your Mother. That's the other place you know him from. Um, yeah. But I could see how you could believe that he's able to manipulate and do the things that Randall Flagg did. Where that first goof, I mean, in the, in the first movie, it just, I don't know. I stopped taking it. Once he came on board, it was kind of hard to take it serious from that point on. But like I said, there's some characters I liked better in the original. Some I liked better in the new one. You'd have to, you know, chop it up and put it together. But I didn't hate the new one. I didn't think there was any reason for people to shred it the way they did uh, in a lot of the reviews that I read. Um and it was very timely, like, with what we're going through right now. Oh, yeah. it's a bizarre time for that. that re- and it was already in the works because we were watching the original. And I was just, as I do when we watch stuff, I start looking it up on IMDb to find out odd facts about it. And I was like, hey, look, they're making a new one. And I go, oh, look who's going to be Randall Flagg. And so we kind of made a mental note of, hey, when this comes out, we want to watch, which was the only reason we got the CBS app was just yeah, to watch that just show. Just
1: to watch the stand.
0: <laughs> but um, Yeah, I I, I, I I thought it was overall it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was like someone else directed the flag. Exactly. And that's, not to take this off in a completely different direction and make it a Stephen King episode, but I mean, you know, the same can be said for It, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. It, it,
0: the original It miniseries, to me, was great until you got to the, the end. And then it was mm-hmm. like, it's just like Matthew said, it's like somebody else just took it over and just, you know, it was like, Hey, nobody's looking. Let's let's film this the shittiest dumbass ending we could ever imagine right now and and make me hate myself for spending all those hours watching it up to then. But anyway, this isn't about the stand. I didn't mean to take it off in that direction. I thought no, it would be interesting no. real quick too. Because me and you never really just talked about, hey, which one would we like better or, or what? I kind of felt like that's how you felt. Is there's Good aspects about both. But again, yeah. just really creepy that it came out when it did. But the point I was making was, as far as talking about looking it up, obviously this was all in the works being made long before this pandemic you know, shit happened. But just a very odd time to release it. And watching it felt much creepier than it would have just watching it in normal circumstances. But this moving on. True.
1: This is true. Well, you know, of the 90s, I always think more fondly towards 94. Nineteen ninety-four, I feel like was my best year, my most memorable year of the nineties, and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the not the infamous ninety-four picture of me at City Stages in Birmingham when that was a thing. Um, I used to go to every single music festival that existed in the nineties in Alabama. Um, I, you know, that's a, something that's yeah, in music, oh my God, some of the greatest albums. 94 you know Soundgarden, nine inch nails further down the spiral i actually <laughs> i so can picture me in 94 with this nine inch nails further down the spiral shirt my my nails metallic blue my hair is dyed like a red color <laughs> you know i was very into alternative music at the time you know and that's also the year that you come out with the um Unplugged, Nirvana Unplugged is like one of my favorite albums. You know, I've got to go back and live in the X Lounge. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the 107 the X was like the best station ever, ever. Um Yeah, and we had better band shirts back then too. That's true. We we did. I mean, and Probably. I mean, I still like I catch myself going back to these albums like they're like my thing, like driving you know back and forth from Gadsden to here every week. I pick an album every single week, and lately it's been you know Nine Inch Nails, or I've been going back to Soundgarden, Allison Chains, Nirvana, you know, just different ones. Um, it's nice to see that you see a little bit of that in today's music, especially like the new synth wave, synth pop stuff, like, I'm really into, like, Tom Cop, 83, Mitch Murder, um Gunship, you know, some of those. I know you don't care about any of those, but I just, I dig that real mellow 80s, 90s wave beat. It's very relaxing. Uh, I can write and think so clearly to that stuff. I love it.
0: So let's, we'll come back to music real quick, but Tommy Todd has an interesting question here that you're much more suited to answer than I am. Okay. So he says uh, from the 90s Highlander movie versus the USA show. Who was, he the, was best the best Duncan?
1: Duncan. Oh. TV show. <laughs> TV. TV show. TV show. Yeah. He was the best Duncan overall, but uh, the movie is fantastic.
0: That's Right, just want to point out here yeah. that this is
1: and, um, you, you
0: 25 know. overall in the Jackson Reaction Podcast. So there's yes. 24 more of these if you want to go back and check them out in the archives at the anchor.fm Jackson Reaction Pod, which we will be sharing on our Facebooks later if you want to go back and listen to us ramble about other topics besides That's this. True. But uh, getting back to the 90s music here for a minute, you know, we, t- we mentioned Time Cop there, and then of course. One of my favorites, the Nirvana Unplugged in New York album. Um, I have often said, even though I'm not the world's biggest Nirvana fan, you know, we always have the the classic question of, if you were stranded on a desert island, you could only take, you know, three albums or whatever. I've always said Nirvana Unplugged would be in that collection of, of albums I would want to have, which yeah. I know is odd Because like I said, they're not. If you ever ask me my top five favorite bands, Nirvana is never in them. But I just love, I love that album. Uh, something about it.
1: Yeah, that one, uh, Nine Inch Nails, Pretty Hate Machine, and ooh, that third one would be hard for me.
0: Matthew Glover agrees, that was a great album.
1: Yeah, uh, the third album that I could take to my desert island would be, um, yeah, I'm going to have to come back on that. I know definitely two, you know, it'd have to be the Nine Inch Nails and the um Nirvana. And yes, the covers made a big difference back then because when you went to a Sam Goody or the Record Bar or Camelot back in the day, um I would pick up albums or CDs and look and go, I don't know. Okay. And then I'd flip it over and go, well, I might know that one song, but the album cover looked like crap. I wasn't buying it. That's how I ended up with the, the first train album was I seen it at the store before they were famous. And uh, I I got it, and it turns out that's the best album they ever had, which is the self entitled Train album. But that's a another two thousand. I think I think he was referring
0: to the cover songs on the Nirvana.
1: <laughs> album. But oh, the cover songs on their oh, like cover yeah, cover they're, they're, songs. yeah, yeah. songs covered, but excellent point. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, their cover songs are really good. Man. I was
0: I was a fan of a lot of those. I, I enjoyed the Alice in Chains unplugged, Kiss yeah. unplugged. Um, so I was I was a fan of that series in general. But Nirvana always being the the favorite of the bunch. So let me look back through here at some of the others you sent me. Uh, we got Green Day.
1: Oh yeah, we rocked this yeah. one on the on the way home today for Muscle yeah. Souls. So
0: exactly. Yeah, I was a
1: huge Green Day fan back in the day.
0: <laughs> about Soundgarden.
1: Yes, yeah, Soundgarden
0: there we go and
1: my nine inch nails
0: nine inch nails you
1: you know that's one of the the main 90s bands i have on every cd of theirs every album
0: you saw them did you
1: see them live yes i did 2000 2006 in birmingham yeah the wind and, and, and that could
0: be a podcast unto itself that we may do one day just talking about all the concerts you've been to which I, I got to see a lot being a stagehand at the coliseum in tupelo back in the day i saw a lot and got paid for it in the process which was pretty sweet but uh and, and went and saw quite a few too but yeah you've seen a lot so at some point in the future that may just be a whole episode of concerts we've seen and concerts we would have liked to have seen and Concerts we'll never see for one reason or another. So moving on. um, So we've got, this is one of the pictures you sent me. Pulp Fiction. What do you, what do you have to say about Pulp Fiction?
1: Oh yeah. That's one of my favorite movies from 94. Like I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. Um, Especially his older stuff. Like Jackie Brown, Pulp Fiction, uh, Reservoir Dogs, you know, I love all Quentin stuff
0: and Pulp Fiction is probably like top five movies. And so I wasn't a big Tarantino fan when we met, wasn't a big fan of Pulp Fiction. Uh, I liked some of the dialogue in it, but overall as a movie, I didn't dig the whole out of sequence thing and all that. Um, You introduced me to some other ones. I liked Reservoir Dogs a lot. Um, I My (laughs) My favorite, my favorite Tarantino movie, which is always shocks people when I say this, is Death Proof. Like that's like my it's that's like my cute. favorite one. Stuntman yeah. Mike, Stunt Mike. It's 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 funny, and it's just the ending is so abrupt, you know. And and after him being such an arrogant piece of shit did the whole thing just to see him, you know, have his ass, his ass
1: kicked. And, you know, I love it. Just, you know, yeah, I love it.
0: Sniveling idiot. But um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: like that one. Uh, of course um Django Unchained was a good one and so yeah. I've come to I've come to like his stuff more over the years but yeah when we first met and you mentioned Pulp Fiction I'm like I hate Pulp Fiction that movie sucks and you're like yeah well,
1: I, I gotta Paul. admit like, I, I thought, of thought that was gonna be might, the end of the
0: line right there that know? might be
1: a deal breaker and, and it <laughs> might have you know I might have questioned it just a little bit been like I don't know about this yeah
0: well, well, we overcame it. And well,
1: and, 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 and the fact that um, another '90s uh, greatness that you don't like that I love is the state. Well, MP I see Vitties you get an estate. overwhelming
0: response to your Facebook post about it. <laughs> I, and One and person, I that's, but nobody liked it. Nobody is nothing. Nobody liked
1: so it. Nobody hated it. But hey, I mean, shits. Hey, no, it is not. Okay, anyway, I, I just. You know, there's so many Friday and Saturday nights I spent at home watching MTV. You know, you had liquid television. You know, you yeah. had the Beavis and Butthead, which me and you went on a tear a couple of weekends ago, finding them on YouTube with the actual music videos in them, which yeah. I love. <laughs> I absolutely I mean, love the, that. The,
0: the cartoons and stuff were funny, but to me, like the some of their best stuff was in those videos. Oh, and I understand why they can't release them on DVD and all that, but it's cool that people have uploaded them to YouTube so you can watch them. Especially now, because even if they legally could show the videos, they would cut so much of the dialogue that they say. There's <laughs> just so much stuff they said that you just you can't say sweet. now. You know, yeah. they would get canceled or whatever. But uh, so I mean, such you know, such funny stuff, and uh, it was and it was really you know, wild at the time, because, you know, you had, it wasn't like they were doing stuff at the time that all of it was 15, 20 years old. I mean, there was recent stuff that Mike judge is just you know ripping apart, basically, you know, making fun of it as Beavis and Butthead. And, you know, of course there's a lot of great stories from over the years where, come on Roxy, don't do it. Don't, 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 okay. don't, there's, don't do it. there's the Roxy high spot. She always has to go for put her butthole directly in the camera. But uh, anyway, so I mean, but I know there's been some fun stories over the years of Mike Judge like coming across people like uh, Winger and Skip <laughs> 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 Winger and people like that you know, who being getting, off
1: about his, Who he uh,
0: ripped in those videos pretty good, you know. We know
1: said, can, it's said that they he considered that, that that Mike Judge and Beavis and Butthead was the downfall of Winger. Well, get her off the table. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, it, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> Well, I
0: mean, I wouldn't have known who Winger was if he hadn't been on Stewart's T-shirt. Like he he wasn't in my wheelhouse of music that I listened to or, or gave a shit about.
1: So, well, I knew who he was before then. I just thought it was humorous. Some dude actually had a Winger shirt, but um, he said they air on MTV too. Not sure if it's edited. I'm yeah,
0: sure they are. What I've seen is heavily edited. They've got yeah. some of the videos on there, but not not the majority of them and they're a lot of it's cut up as far as what's what airs as far as what they said and stuff like that but you know, yeah. better than nothing but like i say a lot you can tell a lot of this stuff on youtube's been uploaded straight from you know like the vhs
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, from back in the day so I, I, I have not some at all high quality but i mean they're good enough to get
1: yeah they're good they're good enough to sit on a saturday night and Get yeah, as we
0: have drunk and you know, we, we sit and watch <laughs> a lot of crap on YouTube and that's yeah. probably gonna be another episode at some point where we talk about all the random bullshit we watch on YouTube on Thursday nights, Friday nights, Saturday nights. Um it's it's sad. Uh we were telling uh Xanders about some of it the other day and he's like, Y'all gotta y'all gotta find something to do, man. Like that's that's not healthy. So we'll see. <laughs>
1: why is it not healthy? I mean, it's, it's what we do together. So, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's, you know, something because we were talking about watching the guy, you know, deep frying food and motor oil and, you know,
1: Well, I mean, you got to think he's, he's 20 something years old. So I guess his idea of you need to find things to do is go out and, you know, go places or whatever. But, well, I mean, it's that's not a,
0: like he is either, but that's another story. Well, that's
1: true. that's true. Well, I mean, a whole other thing with that is too, I mean yeah, we had so much we could do in our in our youth in the twenties and the our teen years. Our
0: twenties, year, not in our the twenties. You make it like our youth was in the nineteen twenties. We're not Well,
1: that I feel like it sometimes, but you know. yeah. Anyway. But, I mean, you know, we had the good experiences of the movie theater, the movies that came out back then. Um, you know, I, I went to the movies all the time during the 90s and 2000s. And when's the last time me and you actually went to a movie theater?
0: Oh, to see the new,
1: the new Halloween and the, the new Halloween.
0: TV. The Yeah, the Danny McBride Halloween a couple of yeah. years back. I guess it was I like mean, 2018, I think. 2018. So three years ago, I guess it was or more. Yeah. Um, and,
1: and I mean, it's, I think it's becoming now, and I mean, the pandemic made it happen faster than I than I imagined it would, but now you've got all the movies coming out to HBO Max. Yeah. And the streaming services, so...
0: And the ones that don't, good God, they you want to charge you $20 to watch, you know, some of these new movies, and it's like... Yeah, yeah. like,
1: I, I want to see that Nicolas Cage, Willy's Wonderland, like, so bad I can't stand it, but... Not I'm, not 20, $20. I'm not paying twenty dollars. I'm
0: not paying twenty dollars for it. Yeah, so. but we've seen we've called a few new movies on HBO Max in the last couple of months. You know that Denzel Washington movie, him and Mister mm-hmm. Roboto or whatever that guy's uh, name. is. You know, the little Mr. robot, or yeah, the yeah. movie was called Little Things. But that guy is yeah. off of a show called
1: It's iRobot.
0: Okay, you say yeah. so. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Also, yeah. he was um he was in Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Yeah, that's. I guess yeah. that's. If you had to pick a movie to say he's more famous for, yeah, he's. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody, playing the part of. Uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. I went. I could see him, but I couldn't yeah. say his name. But uh. Yeah. So. Uh, that's. You know, we watched uh, Thursday night, I guess it was, we watched the new documentary on Netflix, The Last Blockbuster, which is about exactly what it sounds like, the last
1: last surviving
0: blockbuster blockbuster video uh, in the country. And uh, we did a whole, you can look in the archives, we did a whole episode about our love of blockbuster video and then the big part video stores played in our lives we won't go down that road again but it was interesting um it had some different celebrities on there some of which worked at blockbuster back in the day and what's up smoky and uh i don't know um you know we, we had a conversation about it driving to muscle shoals earlier and about how you know for nostalgia reasons yeah it's sad and you know we miss going to the video store when we were kids but in reality you know just like if When we got ready to watch that, we pulled up Netflix, like we sat down, pulled up Netflix, and within two minutes or less, we were watching that movie. But if you go back to, you know, back in the day, we would have had to get in the car, drive across town, go to the video store. It's brand new. It just came out. It wouldn't be there. So we'd have to go, well, shit, they don't have that. Let's walk around here for 20 minutes and find something else. Pick out two or three things. Go spend, you know, 15, 20 bucks, buy a bunch of candy and other bullshit we don't need. Drive back across town and come home, sit and watch it. Then we got to remember to take it back on time or else we'll, you know, it'll cost us more money. So, you know, yeah, it's fun to have memories of going to the video store. and That was cool back in the day, but it's pretty damn cool to walk in the living room, click a couple of buttons and watch nearly anything you want to watch for the most part. So, oh, yeah, and
1: I have yeah. to admit, I, I wouldn't have been able to watch a whole season of Twin Peaks in one day, you know, if I didn't have, have it on streaming service.
0: Yeah, now whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's up for debate, but, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, I, I've always been the type to where I'm, I'm, I'm just enough nerd that I'm a nerd, but I'm smart enough to appreciate other things that are not nerd-like, but I do gravitate towards non-fiction and fantasy and sci-fi and stuff of that sort, you know? Yeah. But I so just was- like, you know, I like the plots, the, the plots of the, the storylines of X-Files and, you know, Twin Peaks and shows of that sort.
0: Twin Peaks to me though, like rides a fine line between an actual,
1: Absurdity show
0: and something like Darth Marenghi's Dark Place, where it's a parody (laughs) of a show like that music and the some of the the acting. You're like,
1: like, Am I really supposed to
0: be buying into this right now, or is this like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge? Yeah, this is all silly as shit. We know,
1: yeah, I mean, it's absurdity. I mean, and I guess that's why, like, you know, the sketch comedies, like kids in the hall, and you know the state that you don't like. So
0: yeah. you <laughs> yeah. like those and I like stuff that's actually funny, but that's, you know, that's cool. That's not for me to judge. I see nobody chimed in in the comments to take up for you about how <laughs> awesome the state is or kids in the hall or any of that garbage. So I and think we're
1: anybody that would be listening to our show would be of your opinion that they don't like it or didn't watch it. Well, sorry. Certainly. missing out. Certainly value
0: their opinion if they agree with mine. So, anyway, who knows? Maybe one poor soul will hear you say that or see you post on Facebook, and they might go track it down and watch it, and maybe they won't send you hate mail afterwards for – Here we go. Wait a minute. There we go. Matthew says, kids in the hall is decent. Decent. There you go.
1: I got a decent. Yes.
0: (laughs) It's more than I'll give it, but there you go. Whoa. It's just like –
1: Certain things that we, that we liked when we were in our twenties or teens or whatever, and you watch it now, and you either you either love it or you can't stand it. And I, I'm that way with some movies. There's movies that I absolutely loved, and I try to watch it, and I'm like, oh my god, they're crap. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing, I guess. I just have you have to be in the mindset to appreciate or like stuff. I don't know.
0: Matthew says he loves Dave Foley, so there you go. I've liked him I've liked him in other things. I just didn't like the state. I liked him on uh, what was it news radio he was on? Well
1: he sure. wasn't on the state,
0: but Or not the state. Kids in the fucking hall. You know what I'm time. talking about
1: yeah. anyway.
0: But uh but yeah, so I've liked him okay in some other things. But uh is there is there anything else from the nineties we need to touch on? We've talked about a little music, we've talked about a little TV movies. Is there any any stone unturned you would like to uh, mm, touch on while we're
1: all of the fantastic cartoons I used to watch? Ren and Stimpy, Rugrats, Doug. You you weren't a, a Nickelodeon fan like me, so. no. Because
0: I was, you know, I was. My little brother watched a lot of that, but yeah, you know, I know. I had moved on. I watched Beavis and Butthead, and then pretty much. The next cartoon I watched after Beavis and Butthead was when South Park came along. But uh Oh yeah. So apparently we've got Yeah, we got this dipshit watching. I can't believe we're 30 something minutes in. I didn't think Charles Anders would make it past ten because you know (laughs) the the perfect podcast is is ten minutes long. Ten
1: minutes long, yeah. Well, I can't believe Charles Anders would be interested what two old people have to say about the nineties because he wasn't even born then. So Non-existent during that time.
0: We'll see, Matthew agrees. <laughs> was, was the, the shit. shit.
1: <laughs> yes, it was. It was my favorite. See, and Matthew agrees with me on that. All those cartoons back then, man, was the best. They were the best. I still watch a lot of them. Rocco's Modern Life. Wrong. So apparently,
0: Zander's was born in nineteen ninety. Well,
1: I'm sorry, he was four years old in ninety four. My bad.
0: That's why he was such. A, that's why he's such a young punk.
1: 1990. Wow. Okay.
0: All right. Well, now that just like my wrestling podcast, now that Xander's has brought it to a screeching halt, I guess it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> We've covered everything. And then of course, Sanders comes and just shuts it the fuck down like he does. So Always. thanks everybody for watching. Uh, like I said, we'll be uh we'll we'll be back uh, hopefully next week. And uh, wait a minute, there's uh, Matthew says in the live stuff. Are you afraid of dark? All that. Hey, and
1: the are you afraid of the dark? Um, the the re the remake that they've made on CBS is pretty good. Which they haven't put the new series up yet. I think it's coming in April sometime, but it's pretty good. I liked it.
0: Xander says, great shows. Shouldn't you be getting ready for VCW right now? Shouldn't you, shouldn't you be at the mall in Gasden getting ready to wrestle or not wrestle or whatever mm-hmm. they call that down there these days? Seriously. Now, Scott Morgan, 90s rule. That's why rule. That's why okay. Scott Scott that, Morgan is my favorite member of the Violent Gentleman.
1: Scott gets us. Yeah.
0: He has to. <laughs> he has to carry Xander in the ring like I have to carry him on the podcast.
1: Oh,
0: but if you're bored right now, as we as we sign off, if you're bored right now, go to Whitey Jenkins' page or Smokey the Producer's page and check out that wonderful review from Bob Evans and Congo Kong about uh, Charles Sanders' match with Brain Dead Kevin Ryan from back in 2018. Or no, it's Chris Cronk. What is his? His is the <laughs> that right there. So yeah, stay stay wasted, everybody. Yes, I like <laughs> <laughs> hey, You brought that on yourself. You come on here shit on our podcast. We're gonna plug that to everybody to go see that <laughs> wonderful glowing review of Bob Evans talking about Charles Sanders' match from new level pro against the one and only Kevin Ryan's Scott on. <laughs> Scott's Scott's seen it. I'm sure he knows why that's funny. So, mm. all right, we've been wrapping it up for five minutes. So we're going to go, but then again, thanks everybody for watching. Uh, we'll be back next Saturday with something fun. I don't know what yet, but, uh, we've probably got a couple of ideas from today's podcast. So that's all for now. Enjoy your Saturday night. Be safe. And, uh, Go watch something from the 90s if you're bored like Charles Anders and instead of going and trolling people's podcasts, go do something constructive with your evening.
1: Hey, you might enjoy it. Might find something you didn't know you liked.
0: Just don't watch the state. It's the drizzling shit.
1: Seriously.